humor me, if you would, with a quote from Jane Austen's timeless Pride and Prejudice. Elizabeth says, Your defect is a propensity to hate everybody. And Mr. Darcy says, And yours is willfully to misunderstand them. Here we have the prejudiced protagonist and her prideful suitor exchanging unsolicited criticism of each other. True to the name of the novel, these characters embody two fundamental behaviors of humans in society, pride and prejudice. It requires the full course of the novel involving countless scandals and injustices for each of them to finally cast aside their rigid mindset and embrace each other's love. Now, we all know that wisdom grows with age. The more of life that we experience, the more that we learn, and the better that we become at navigating this challenging world that we live in. However, the process of gaining that experience invariably entails many mistakes, embarrassments, and frustrations. These are unfortunate but necessary ingredients to learning. Yet, it turns out that we have a resource that is almost as good as experience. Books. Books pack the author's lifetime of experiences into compact stories that are overflowing with wisdom and lessons to live by. Few books stand the test of time as well as Jane Austen's handful of novels. They were written in the early 1800s, but they could be set in any period of history because the themes that Austen weaves in her stories transcend time. Her works offer an incredibly rich and thoughtful investigation into the absurdities of society. She illustrates how we humans sometimes behave in the most perplexing and confounding ways, often to our own detriment. So today, we're going to explore Jane Austen's writing to see what we can glean from a true master of social interactions. Ready to dive in? What is up, Explorers? Mary Daphne here of Exploring.co, where we believe social skills are the key to the good life. What's the good life? It's a life where you call the shots, you have a crew you can count on, and you're on a mission that you care about. Back in Jane Austen's time, people could only converse with people to whom they were introduced. If you had no formal introduction, you mustn't speak to them. Luckily for us, things are much more relaxed these days. All we have to do is muster the courage to introduce ourselves to someone and make some fun but meaningful small talk. And speaking of small talk, we've created a great free resource for the Exploring community. It's a comprehensive small talk guide. Click the link in the description below to get the free downloadable delivered straight to your inbox. Okay. Back to Jane Austen. There is so much that we could cover with her novels, but for today, we will focus on three fundamental human behaviors. Pride, prejudice, 
and the spectrum of sense and sensibility. You'll find that so much of what goes awry in Jane Austen's novels is very similar to what goes wrong in our own lives. And it all stems from dun, 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 miscommunication. Things that we misinterpret, things that we fail to say, and things that we cannot unsay. Let's begin with pride. Mr. Darcy's pride is what prevented him from garnering Lizzie's affections. He condescended her humble upbringing and lack of social connections. At the same time, he was so proud of his own heritage that when he eventually proposed to Lizzie, he was certain that she would accept. And his pride led him to a shocking surprise. His wealth and noble birth were not enough to win Lizzie's love. This is a powerful reminder to us all. We encounter pride every day in ourselves and in others. We might be too proud to show sympathy, admit a mistake we made, apologize, or even acknowledge our own feelings about something or someone. Pride is what prevents us from being compassionate empathetic, and open with others. In other words, it prevents us from connecting with our fellow humans. Prideful people are hard to be friends with, and they themselves will struggle to make friends. Luckily for Mr. Darcy, he eventually learned that Lizzie was less impressed with his fancy lifestyle and more impressed with his kindness and gentlemanly behavior. Spoiler alert, happy ending. So cast aside your pride and embrace your own flaws as well as the flaws of others. None of us is perfect and that's what makes us beautiful. All right, on to prejudice. Prejudice is also on the list of no-nos in social interaction. As humans, we're constantly analyzing everything around us and attempting to match it all with patterns that we recognize. This is a vestige of our caveman days when we had to assess potential dangers and threats. And that caveman programming makes us super judgy. Lizzie formed her opinion of Mr. Darcy almost as soon as she met him. She pegged him as a pompous, self-centered aristocrat who sneered at people he deemed beneath him. It took months and the passionate protestations of Mr. Darcy's servants, friends, and sister for her to accept that Mr. Darcy might actually be a kind and attentive person. Once Lizzie overcomes her prejudice, she discovers that she's actually smitten with him. Lizzie's behavior is all too familiar. When we meet someone, we attempt to pigeonhole them into a certain type of person. When someone says something, we try to fit that into the paradigm of who that person is and what they represent. This type of behavior, while easy to fall into, is much too reductive. It assumes that humans are simple and easily understandable. Yet, as you know from interacting with your own siblings and significant others, we most certainly are anything but simple. In our modern era, where the people we meet have wonderfully unique lives and experiences that 
we cannot even begin to know or comprehend, prejudice must be squashed. Replace it with respect, tolerance, and patience. Spend the time to truly understand the other person before you begin to form your opinion of them. And once you form your opinion, don't cast it in iron. Allow it to evolve as your relationship with that person deepens. And most importantly, if your opinion is a negative one, which happens from time to time, allow for the possibility that what you deem negative is the result of a miscommunication or a lack of mutual understanding. All right, on to sense and sensibility. With sense and sensibility, you can think of it as a spectrum. So on one end, you have sense, which is your emotional reactivity. And this is driven by how the things people say and do make you feel. At the edge of this side of the spectrum, you are quick to laugh and quicker yet to anger. You are a tempest of emotions that can overwhelm the people around you. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, you have sensibility. This is your ability to act logically and rationally to the things that people say and do. So at this edge of the spectrum, your behaviors are stiff and robotic. You appear cold, heartless, and distant to others. In social interactions, we need to have a balance of both. Not everything warrants a strong emotional response, but we also want to show some feeling, right? We don't want to be rigid, robotic, or unempathetic. As you may recall in Sense and Sensibility, one sister has excessive sense and the other has excessive sensibility. Their extreme positions on the spectrum causes them much grief and anxiety. It's only after they move away from the edges toward the center of the spectrum that they can achieve that inner peace. Yep, another happy ending. Now, everyone falls on a different point on this spectrum. It's worth spending some time to figure out where your position is along with the position of those who are close to you. By being more aware of this spectrum, you'll be able to understand why you and those around you act the way they do. And it will better equip you to respond in a thoughtful and respectful way. Woo, that was a lot of Jane Austen. And I feel like we're only getting started with this. But let's stop here for today because we already learned so, so much. Let's recap. Pride is a denial of our humanity. Our flaws make us unique and therefore beautiful. So embrace that and you'll find it much easier to make friends and to keep them. Prejudice is a hood that we have over our heads blinding us from reality. Remove it and you'll see how bright and wonderfully diverse our world is and you'll never be bored again. Sense and sensibility both have their place and their purpose. Attune yourself to that spectrum and make sure that you aren't too far on either extreme. These are just a few of the many lessons that Jane Austen imparts on us in her novels. If you haven't had the pleasure, I highly encourage you to dive into any of her books. Take your time with them and relish their wisdom along with their satirical hilarity. 
The reality is that the world would be a much better place if we could all take her lessons to heart. So let's get to it. So now that I've shared our thoughts, I would love to hear about a lesson that you've learned from a great book that you've read, and it doesn't have to be Jane Austen. How did it change the way that you thought about the world? Who would benefit the most from learning it? Share that with me and the Extraordinary community in the comments down below. And if you love this lesson, please be sure to let me know. You can give this video a thumbs up on YouTube, and if you haven't done so already, subscribe to join our tribe of explorers so that you never miss a lesson and if you ring that bell you'll get notified about our new lessons and our weekly live streams email this video to a friend or a co-worker who also wants to supercharge their social skills and while we're at it feel free to share this with your facebook and twitter friends as well and remember the write-ups of these lessons are always available on our blog at explorning.co blog. So revisit them whenever you like. With that, have an awesome week, Explorers. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next time for your next Explorning lesson. Happy Explorning!